You're listening to the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes. Here are your hosts, Dave and Aaron. Welcome to the Elevated News Podcast with Two Dope Dudes. We're a podcast focused on discussing local and national cannabis news and culture. I'm Aaron. This is my brother from another mother, Dave. Hello. What's going on, dude? Not a whole bunch. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother, man. This is the first time I've seen you since before the New Year. Yeah. 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 We're back. 2024 is here. I'm rejuvenated. Rejuvenated? Everybody is, I think. Yeah. I hope you're still going to the gym four yeah. days in <laughs> and uh, or eating better. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I think the point is, is that nothing's going to change unless you decide that you're going to put in the work and make the change. So that's, it. Um, that's what you got to remember throughout the new year. Uh, it ain't going to happen if you're not the one doing it. Don't rely on anybody else. Rely on yourself. Hey, make a commitment to yourself, man. If it is to be. It's not a bad idea. It is up to me. Oh, God. Wise words from a man that was Aristotle. way greater than I. Who was it? Uh, past, right. past life. Socrates. Sh- shout out to that guy. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. Um, heck yeah, man. We were just talking about Michigan. You were just up in, uh, had your little trip in Michigan. You were yes. saying the dispensaries up there. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it, there are so, uh, first of all, I went to a very tiny town. There is not a lot of people by where I was at. And the amount of dispensaries blew my fucking mind, to be quite honest with you. Um, Within one, like, one literal city block, I think I counted six dispensaries. Now, I call it one city block. It was kind of this street with some stuff up here and right before you got onto it and then you take the left. But, like, in one T intersection, so, pretty much, you could see six dispensaries. And I was like, ah. I wonder what their zoning is for um, for dispensaries up there. It might be a zoning issue, too. Yeah, I mean, because you have to be in a certain area or whatever, so they're all forced right. to go there. But because of how many are allowed. Yeah. And it'll be cool to see what unfolds from it. Cannabis is, there's, like I was telling you, there's everything from dispensaries that are selling $70 an ounce cannabis. And that's literally the, the top. Or right, like you. That's like they're they're. They might actually have a few eights that are more expensive, yeah. whatever. But I'm sure. I it, mean, it comes down to genetics and how you grow it and and stuff like that. Big, obviously, yeah. And then uh, right down the street, and uh, it was called. I remember this one's name. The dude abides. The dude abides. Yeah. The so, dude does abide. So if they. If they use like a celebrity backing or something of that nature, yeah. then they try and take on almost the Illinois style of dispensing which is more that everybody in in illinois wanted to be the iphone store of uh cannabis and they 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 all try and then then you're stuck in an old building right next to the va and bingo yeah 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 (laughs) there's it's not very flashy or whatever it's kind of weird yeah down or i guess not down up in michigan uh they definitely they've got some things flashy and they've got some iphone looking stores whatever yeah. but it doesn't even matter because right down the street there's another one doing almost the well, exact gotta, same and number one you got to stay away from the ones that are right off the highway yeah. stay away from the bright flash it's well, it's like going to the fireworks that, store that's, in that's Indiana, the thing too it, you know what i mean the, the name also the dude abides got me hooked because i was like oh, <laughs> it's kind of cool let me go see what's going on i'm a dude they literally <laughs> had ounces of cannabis 560 dollars nice. 700 dollars nice. i'm like get the fuck how is that even possible and i get it because quality means something and you should respect the Man, quality what's, what's, that comes out what, of things what's their unit pricing jeez 20 bucks a gram Oh man! Yeah, period. And then, like, literally twenty bucks a gram all the way up. That's five hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I I was blown away. And then I think one of them. It's like it was old. Like some, that's like old sour diesel unit prices. Yeah, well, you used to be able to get like thirty four hundred. Yeah, and yeah. that was a bad time. But that's yeah. just because it takes forever. Well, bingo, and there wasn't as much right. of it around. Now it's there's a 
an abundance of product. Yep. Not that it's all quality. There's some of it that is lacking quality. Oh, for there's sure tons. Still. I mean, they're still spraying packs out here, man. They're, uh, yeah. You know, all this a lot of people are smoking chemicals, man. Yeah. It's worse than the spice. Oh. Yeah, that show is gross too. Hey, bring back Selvia. Anyway, no, why? No, it's it's gross. That, that stuff. Uh, we used to get that stuff in when I lived in South Carolina. You ever see Ari Shafir? Ari Shafir go? You, yeah, no, maybe I know. You told me about. I that, I did actually. tell you about that. Maybe. That was on uh, the old Death Squad podcast yeah. at the Ice House with Brian Redband. Yeah, that shit was kind of gross. Selvia. Too. Every time I've smoked it, literally makes me puke, and nothing happens. Yeah, it, it's the worst. It's gross. I remember only one time of salvia being slightly effective, but I remember it being more effective for my buddy who was like laughing and crying for a minute and kept we were out in the rain and <clears throat> enjoying the rain, which yeah. I don't do anyway. But that sounds like a mushroom trip. It does. I'm gonna go enjoy the rain. Yeah. Well, he was. I all I remember was like being fooled by. I don't know, it was like a gutter or something. There was water coming out, like, the top part of the gutter. Mm -hmm. It was, like, dripping out, but then the gutter was right next to it coming down. And there was something going on in my brain where I was like, why isn't that water going down that that drain right there? And why is it coming out of the corner? And I just remember sitting there staring at at the drain for, like, 10, 15 minutes while I watched my buddy, like... I swear to God, he went through all the emotions that you could possibly yeah. imagine, crying and laughing. And I was like, you okay, man? And he's like, I'm fine. So then I like stopped caring about him because I was more intrigued by why the fucking water was coming out of the side of the thing and not going down the chute. But but back to Michigan. Who knows so why? like the Dudabides, that's a great source. So it sounds like, I mean, like I was saying earlier, it's amazing what happens when you have enough market competition that the market can actually decide... And and by the market, the person that that being us, the people, we are the market. We are the consumers, right? Money, yeah. So so if it's not good, we don't go there. They don't survive. Bingo. Right. That's Bingo. that's what a free market is. All this regulation and and making sure that only certain people who have been affected in certain ways yep. is is not healthy for us, the consumer, us, the market. Yeah. We need we need more choices. And we can decide, and we can vote with our dollar. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not supposed to be everybody can, you know. Everybody has the opportunity to thrive. It's yeah. just what you do with it. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah, a hundred percent. And that's one of the things that Michigan definitely does way better than Illinois. Yeah, this is a good old boys club. You got to be part of the club to it's, get in here. Well, now it's getting better, getting better. Yeah, but Slightly. they're they're about to start on 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 the hemp side too. Like, as we've discussed, I mean, it's fairly obvious that that's what they're attacking next. They're going to start attacking all these people in the in the smoke shops and stuff. S- selling s- selling I mean, legal product. The, yeah, they're just going to make the, it more regulated. Yeah, I mean, THCA hemp is, you know, one thing. But yeah. I, I don't see them. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's got to be clarifying the verbiage like yeah, people need sure. to be able to say the same thing yeah. what is delta 9 what is thca Correct. and maybe it's not that you just need to understand it and i you got to imagine that somewhere along the line they definitely understand the fucking thing but you know as we looked at that um what was it that little comic last week yeah and it was like oh we're just gonna try it out and see how it unravels yeah that's like I was showing Dave, uh, if anybody watches, I think it's Legalization Nation. It's a comic by Box Brown. And it's, uh, you know, I, I call it propaganda because it's it's people. I, I see people online starting to float the idea that uh, how we need to start attacking uh, people who sell hemp because, well, not attacking, but they, uh, they as the... Uh, state needs to start regulating people who are selling hemp more and farming hemp more and things like that. And that's just them starting to float the idea out there to the public to see how people feel about it. It's just, you know, it's the idea. And uh, it's, it's obvious once you see it. I, um, yeah, you just got it. I don't know. It's a strange space and a strange time right now. We definitely have the fun, uh, 
it's almost like people just don't know what the words mean. Right. And I just don't understand how there is such a gap between what cannabinoids mean and why they're regulated. I just say fucking blow the roof off the thing. Mm-hmm. Get it off the fucking list of classifications, period. Put it in the same fucking categories as... No, it needs to be declassified. Yeah, 100%. Alcohol or tobacco. Just let it fucking go. Well, because they want regulation because that's how they make money off of it. And that's... I mean, they're still making money off of alcohol and tobacco, though. They could just blow the roof off, do the same exact thing. They they don't even understand what they're regulating right. if they allow right. THCA hemp flour to be a thing. Right. And that's the they're you know. they're allowing their greed to to shadow their understanding of what they're actually regulating and that, that hurts nobody but us. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I like I said, I I don't know that it's hurting any one of us right now because they still don't know how to fuck to do it. Outside of it's it's hurting us by being Schedule 1, but... Right, and it's hurting us by because we're we don't have a, a, a great common understanding of what the cannabo- cannabinoids and, and terpenoids and even, you know, the difference between THCA hemp and cannabis. Like, that's how it's hurting us. Yeah, I mean... That's what I mean. Yeah, well... I don't mean like they're at... I, I think, like I said, because they have it so badly classified, I think it probably benefits a lot of us yeah. who are on the side I thought of you were going to say on the spectrum. From, no, no. <laughs> on, the, on the side of benefit from the, you know, bad classifications. THCA hemp is... I, you just got to find stuff that actually the, smokes well, because I've smoked a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, I I mean, I just, it's the wildest words to come out of my mouth. My brain still (laughs) breaks every fucking time I say it. I love it. I don't. Well, well, welcome to the present. (laughs) Man, uh, one of these days, it's going to all come together and people will understand what the fuck I'm getting so worked up about. It's the same. It's the same. So it benefits us, the consumer. Right. Because it's the same. Because... I don't think there's a law against you growing hemp plants at your house, is there? Um, actually, I think uh, you have to have a hemp license. Do you? Yeah. But that was the thing. They didn't renew the hemp licenses this year. Yeah, but can you? would it be like the same thing as... I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I think... Uh, because if you could still do the same thing as as cannabis, right? Like you could grow, essentially... Up to five plants without it being a felony. It'd be a misdemeanor. And then not only that, it's not a misdemeanor to grow um, cannabis. I think it's a civil disturbance in a lot of instances, the growing part of it. It is the cultivation part of it, the chopping it down and the curing it for its cannabinoid content that ends up being the issue. But if you're growing hemp and you're curing it for for hemp cannabinoids... And there's not 0.3% THC in it, then you've, you know what I mean? Like you, I don't know. I, I, I do th- know. I, I think, I think, uh, I'm not sure. I'm I just have... saying everybody should, if there is the laws in place for hemp to be grown, everybody should consider growing THCA hemp. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you, uh, man, we're, we're doing good today, man. Like fourteen minutes, we haven't even talked about anything. Hey, you wanna you wanna do plugs and get into it because that kind of leads right into some of our stuff. But we'll do plugs real quick so we can get it done and over with. You can find us uh, the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all your other favorite streaming podcast apps. Please subscribe to us there as well. Please leave us a review. Uh, obviously, the Two Dope Dudes YouTube channel for our audio listeners. Uh, please give us a like and leave a review. This helps us reach more people. And you can find us on supportdopepeople.com, along with links to our other pods and free stickers just by providing your email and address. Uh, yeah, and you can email us always at twodopedudespodcast at gmail.com for all your questions or things you want us to talk about. I'm Aaron. And I'm Dave. And we're the Two Dope Dudes. We're here to tell you about the Crop Culture Box, where you get a curated selection of quality grow items and seeds to help you plant with a purpose. Use our code 2 Dudes for $10 off any box, $100 or more for new customers. 
Get the Goat Holiday Box and check out their selection of seeds too. That's cropculture.net. Use the code 2DOPEDUDES. Hey, also you should go to www.mrcbdchicago.com and use the code 2DOPEDUDES. That's T-W-O-DOPEDUDES for 10% off. Heck yeah. CBD is an essential cannabinoid. And at least if you listen to me talk, it's one of those ones I would like to call an essential cannabinoid. If you aren't consuming CBD with regularity, maybe you should be. And maybe if it's not you that needs it, there's somebody close to you. If you need any CBD products, go to MrCBDChicago.com and use the code 2 Yeah, and check out the uh, new barbecue sauce he's got. And that was a collaboration from uh, from Fire. people within the community, the HOB guys. Fire. Um, it's great stuff, and it's got, uh, you know, THC in it. And it's fantastic. Nice. And uh, also check out his Spliff Society stuff, his collaboration with Spliff Society. You can yeah. you can get stuff with THC hemp already in it, if that's your thing. Pink. You know? Just saying. Yeah, MrCBDChicago.com. And then TheGreenGrow.com, T-H-E-G-R-E-E-N-G-R-O. Use the code 2 dudes for 10% off. Uh, this is a living soil slash organic uh soil and biological company and that means all your biologicals for your soil biology it is great stuff i use it in my garden bang yeah also thursday nights peace love and cope that's tonight for us that's tonight for us yes youtube come hang out we'll be playing some games yep talking about cannabis yep yeah you might at some point give me the crack and talk about what I'm going to talk about tonight for a little bit too. But yeah, I got some cannabis stuff I'm going to talk about for a while. Ooh, well, I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, I throughout the throughout the show, it might just blurt out. Just might I'm blurt so, out. I'm so ready to talk. That's awesome. Speaking of, let's go over to YouTube. And respond to some comments. I was in the the other day when the uh, last episode came out. Shout out to Gare Bear and Sunshine. We're in the. Uh, in the live chat. Gear Bear! And Sunshine from, I think, uh, oh, tw- no yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's yeah, go. Came to watch the show. That's so That was on New Year's fire. Day. So sunflower? Sh- sunflower, thank it you. It is Sunflower. My bad. Yeah, it was like, Sunshine, I'm trying to take it. Yeah, it's Sunflower. Yes, sunflower. That's sunflower. so dope. Yeah, so dope. Good. Yeah, Sunflower, yeah. mad love. Yeah. Gear Bear, you know it too, but Sunflower, thanks a bunch. That's super cool. So, uh, dang. I won't get flagged for that because... <laughs> It's us. How about uh, that? Yeah, how about that? Let's see, David Graff. Shout out to uh, fire permits. Actually, uh, I got two more things to talk about real Ooh. quick, uh, and and this just reminds me of that. Um, shout out to fire permits. Uh, I'm bringing uh, and shout out to Spliff Society. January twentieth. Uh, I hope to see you all there. It's a uh, uh, Spliff Society is doing uh, like a growers meetup at the Blue Island uh, Blue Island Brewery, uh, and uh, that was where the Urban Legends Cup was. And so I'm bringing some fire ferments up there to one of the uh, one of the guys with uh, HF Media, uh, who is also part of the thing up there. But you guys should come out to Spliff Society's January 20th meetup. And then January 28th in Carroll Stream uh, with Lovine Farmers Market and Family Cannabis Crew 420 is the next uh, is the next uh, indoor market. And so I hopefully everybody is going to the uh, Lovine uh, Eventbrite link and getting tickets for that. And we'll see you there. And I was hanging out with my buddy Marky the other day. Oh, yeah, Marky came over. Marky, Marky, yeah, what a guy. Um, yeah, there is. There is a rumor that um, there's going to be a live taping of the Growers Hangout there. Oh! So uh, shout out to, uh, you know, the homies who are going to do that. So you should definitely come watch us record, and we're going to hang out with some homies, Chris from Crop Culture, nice. uh, Heisenberg Brothers, nice. David, David Graff, and uh, DJ from Phenohound. Damn. So yeah, so That's come on out, awesome. come out to that. Make sure to get your tickets. There's a hundred dollar. There's a, I think some hundred dollar VIP that comes with like you know, um, you know they always hook you up. So uh, yeah, and that's that. Boom. All right, back to YouTube. David Graff, great talks, guys. Thanks for sharing, David. You know, uh, we talk all the time. You're the man. Uh, John Voigt, another great episode. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you, John. Uh, 
This is your buddy. He was in the last live stream. He has like four or five different uh, Jackbox names. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? He's like an old friend of yours. Okay. Uh, but he popped in. Uh, Steven Wardberg. Okay. Um, my buddy gets car sickness really bad. He wears glasses, then he drives. He doesn't get sick when he's a passenger. He does. When he smokes, he does not get sick. Good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Of course, we I don't mean, recommend driving under the influence, but glad your friend no, has found some relief. That's yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then shout out to mom. Mom says, uh, uh, Mom, all the love. Yeah. She's the best. Great information on gun laws. Need a discussion. And we're working on, we've been talking about that for a while. We got to get that done. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, thanks a ton. Yeah. Love to. Oh, love also, we, I, I had a, uh, personal. Not me individually, actually. Fucking the girlfriend had some car sickness going on. I said, hey, let me get the body oil. We'll put some in the belly button, see if it works. And it did definitely call some of the nausea. Nice. Yeah, it was. It, and I was like, nah, you're being silly. And she was like, no, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure that, like, I actually feel better. I'm not trying to be wild. Um, but also, too, I talked to Kelly, and Kelly... We told her to use some mm -hmm. um, CBD in the belly button for nausea and yep. things, and she said it has been one of the best, like actual yeah, alleviants I'm... of her nauseas and stuff. So that's fantastic. Yeah, Prashadi method. Prashadi method. I'm glad that works for Kelly. I'm actually got to see her later. She uh, she messaged me that, uh, yesterday, and she's like, "I got a Christmas present for you," and I was like, "That's really nice. You that's didn't have dope. to do that." Super yeah. Dope. Shout out to Kelly. Can't wait to go to the next Terrapin Flyer. Hang out with Kelly. Yeah. Heck yeah! Right. How was uh, how was your last Thursday podcast? Did it go well? Oh, fan fantastic! I can't wait. Oh, that uh, comes out tomorrow, supposedly. I think tomorrow. And shout out to the unstable discourse, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. They uh, it's a big deal. Uh, they got over ten thousand unique listens last year in twenty twenty three, and uh, I think that's a huge deal. So that's shout out, cool. shout out to you know Sean, Alex, Jason, Ryan, Ryan, Sheila, Sheila. Thank you. Yeah, and and they, it was so cool, bro. They did a live audience thing, and oh, that's cool. There was way more people there than I thought was gonna be, and it, yeah, it still it went incredible. I had so much fun doing it. That sounds really fun. Yeah, tons of laughs and sweet. Yeah, it'll be good. Cool. All right, into it. New marijuana laws take effect in multiple states, affecting workers, regulators, product labeling, and more. This is a marijuana moment. Figured we uh, go over this. Uh, let's see here. Here's a rundown of marijuana laws that took effect on New Year's Day. Yeah. California and Washington State implement cannabis-related workplace protections. Good for them. Yep. Under two pieces of legislation signed into law in 2022. Excuse me. In 2023, California employers are now prohibited from asking job applicants about past cannabis use, and most are barred from penalizing employees over lawful use of marijuana outside the job. Good. Fantastic. Good. That's how it should be everywhere. In Washington State, meanwhile, the new effective law will protect workers from facing employment discrimination during the hiring process over their lawful use of cannabis. I'm okay Good. with that. I always uh, told my people... Uh, if I can tell that you're high, we have a problem. Yeah, that's that's literally it. If I can, t I mean, but we also use you know a lot of heavy machinery, and you should not, you know. But I was like, no, no, I'm with you. If there is a but, gentle comfort that definitely is not as impairing. Yep. Uh, if you, you, you know, just take a little. That's it. Yeah, it's, but it but it can be unbelievably alleviating. Of plenty of symptoms, including social anxieties yeah. and such, which a bunch of people have, and in a workplace it, it can be crippling. But yeah, take a puff of something and you get on with your job. I don't see an issue with any of it. But me either, right? Um, with certain exceptions, <clears throat> excuse me. It is unlawful for an employer to request information from an applicant for employment relating to the applicant's prior use of cannabis. Okay, fantastic. Um, Nevada's possession limit more than doubles as businesses expand operations. Let's go. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 
I was waiting for this to happen anywhere. Right. Because <clears throat> um, they used to have a one ounce for outside of, if you're not a resident, non-residents could buy one ounce of cannabis at a time. I was waiting for any state to up that limit, and now it is two and a half ounces in Nevada. Fantastic. You can go to Vegas and have a really uh, expensive time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as recreational retailers become authorized to serve medical cannabis patients as well without a separate license. Fantastic. Uh the policy changes are coming into effect under a large-scale marijuana reform bill that Governor Joe Lombardo signed into law into June. The legislation also broadens eligibility for participation, participation in the market by people with prior felony convictions. One of the key provisions of the law increases the possession and purchase limit for cannabis from one ounce to two and a half. The amount of cannabis concentrates that adults can possess is also being doubled from one-eighth of an ounce to one-quarter of an ounce. That's awesome. Also, it makes it so marijuana adult-use marijuana retailers, as opposed to child-use marijuana retailers, will no longer need to have a separate medical cannabis license to serve patients. Recreational retailers will automatically serve as dual licenses. Why don't we have that here? Taxes. The only, the only, yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing that... Um. Yeah, that's the only thing. I I you can it's it's taxes. Taxes. Yeah, but it's still going to be separated. If you have a medical license, you will just be exempt from yeah the recreational taxes. Yeah, it's which you should get a medical license still if that is one of your concerns, especially in Nevada because Nevada has as bad, if not worse. Uh, taxation than we do. Yeah. It's one of the worst, in the, if not the absolute worst in the country. Let's see. Virginia gets a new marijuana regulatory body. Uh, it says they weren't able to pass an implementation bill to provide for regulated recreational marijuana sales by the new year, as advocates had hoped, but newly effective legislation does shift regulatory responsibility for the existing medical cannabis program to the Virginia Cannabis Control Authority. The establishment of the CCA was required under its 2021 legislation that was enacted to legalize the possession and home cultivation of cannabis by adults 21 and older. I love the name of that law. Yeah. Possession and home cultivation. Lawmakers have so far failed to pass complementary sales legislation through both chambers, though one senator said he's confident that they will get the job done in the coming year. Yeehaw. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I heard the Colorado. I keep hearing Colorado marijuana market is kind of messed up right now. Well, the in in some regards, but it's just because they were the hub for everybody. Right. Everybody was going to fucking Colorado in 2015, 2016, 2017, and they just absolutely boomed. Mm -hmm. And it, it was even before that. I think when did their laws pass? 2012, 13, 14, some shit. Oh, they're recreational? Yeah. Because they had medical before that, because I was there in 2011. Yeah. 2010, 2011. And for rec? Was, no, it was medical, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. pretty open. You could pretty much go anywhere and get it. Maybe it was Maybe it was 14 or 15 that they did rec, but it when, when they did, every fucking human that wanted that experience flocked to Colorado and... So they boom their market. Yeah, you get all the fucking like crazy, crunchy fucking granolas that want to go out there and do their marijuana fucking uh, tours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I'm not mad. Shout out to my friends in Denver. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's all good. I mean, do what you do, but they their projections were based off of them being that hub, and now that nobody fucking goes to Colorado for that anymore. And it's not that no, nobody. People does, still do. People still go to. Uh, <laughs> Colorado for good marijuana. Shout out to Build a Soil, and weed should taste good from Interplant Extracts. They just yeah. had a nice homegrown. They got a great community out there. Well, yeah. But well, nobody's, like, going to them for industrial hemp or marijuana right now because is, is, that, is that what you mean? I just mean I just fucking they're, they're, they definitely, of all of the sales numbers, have taken the biggest hits really? throughout the years. It's just they're they they've kind of just plateaued and sit at an at a level because it's 
mostly their people uh, consuming what they're consuming. I gotcha. They're not getting the big influx. You know, like, I, I mean, especially if you're in anywhere near the Midwest now, you just go to Michigan, right? Yeah, if, okay, if you're going, I if understand you're going what you're west, now, How yeah. far west do you plan on going? Because yeah, well, if you only want to get to Colorado, then that's fine. If you want to see the edge of the mountains, that's fine. If you want to get through the mountains and you want to see any of those big parks that are out past that, the Grand Canyon or any of California yeah. stuff or Yellowstone or anything, you have to move past it. And once you do, the fucking cannabis markets are so much better. Sorry to Colorado. I'm not talking shit. It's just a lot of their shit is grown up in the mountains, um, which is fine. It's just you have to build a false atmosphere to make it. And it's not that that doesn't happen in other right. places, but, you know, regulating everything so that you can grow a quality product where other people who are down on in in, in decent and, environment that have in the in the yeah. volcano soil yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah okay fair so you know i mean there's just people who naturally throughout have a better growing environment period they're at a better elevation even just yeah Purely because it's, it's that's a huge difference in how these plants grow. That's a huge difference in where sativa and indica came from was yeah. what grew on the equator versus what grew up in the mountains. Yeah. And, you know, comparatively to what grew up in, in Russia you, in the absolute brutal cold, which... Were, are you saying that, like, something, uh, you know, something grown in the in, in less oxygen is going to be different than something that's grown closer to the sun and... In more fertile soil, correct. It's crazy, correct. right? Yeah, something yeah. that, that some some might stretch more, or might just chill and grow. Yeah, chunk yeah. out crazy. a little bit, and yeah, yeah, suck nutrients if it's, it's there. But it's exactly yeah. what we mean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, cannabis is just a plant right. that has many different right. forms. It's all still cannabis, right? So yeah, Colorado marijuana products must be labeled with a use by date now, which kind of goes into what you're saying is that there's just not enough. So they are requiring a more limited six-month use-by date. Okay. Hmm? Six-month use-by date. Stakeholders oh my God. have successfully pushed... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Must feature use-by dates indicated that the items are best if consumed within nine months of being packaged. I'm sorry, I misread that. The policy change was put forward in, by regulators in 2022, giving the industry a year to adopt the new standards. They had pushed back on an initial proposal from the Colorado Marijuana Enforcement Division to require a more limited six-month use-by date. I wonder if that's not something to do with let's force more sales to begin with. 2014. Yeah. <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah. 10-year anniversary of the nation's first legal adult-use marijuana sales in Colorado on January 1st, 2014. Yep. That's sweet. Oklahoma medical cannabis industry sees multiple regulatory updates. Um, one measure will authorize the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority, OMA, to hire secret shoppers that can discreetly carry out oversight activity, oversight activities such as investigating regulatory compliance at cannabis businesses and providing samples from dispensaries to assure quality assurance labs. Oh, my God, I want to do this. I want this job, bro. I want to be a secret shopper. I want to go in and buy the weed and take it back to the lab. Illinois, if you're listening. Hey, Dave, let's just start doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could. I just want to get paid to do it. Yeah. From the government, OMA. So for the first year, OMA must, 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 must deploy secret shoppers to at least 50 medical marijuana dispensaries each year. By the following year, the law says that regulators must inspect at least 10% of randomly selected shops. I don't want that in Illinois because, you know, it's just going to be like it's going to be like the mob going around. You know what I mean? Hey, um, sign me up. Another law that goes into effect Monday will allow licensed marijuana labs to formally validate their testing process, a voluntary step that's meant to demonstrate strict compliance with various rules and objectives for labs. Also, a separate law taking effect further promotes the development of additional industry standards from labs, uh, for here, labs. Well, 
Yeah, there's not a lab in the fucking world that's voluntarily showing you what the fuck they're doing because they get paid. Yeah, to that's not proprietary show you information. What the fuck they do. I, I, there will be some do-gooder that comes out and is like, "Look at how good we are. We guarantee whatever," and then that product won't sell as well because they're not faking numbers, which we have a bunch of number shoppers in the cannabis space. Uh, so I don't see there being any lab that comes out and starts to guarantee because most can you know most cannabis is not 24 to 30% THCA by volume anyway well that's you know the government um you know until uh we're not taxing based on THC content then that's the way it's going to be yeah 100% you and know what I mean? so long as there are taxing by THC content things in place then i don't know why the government wants them to come out and do anything so that they can say that they're absolved of any responsibility yeah i guess you're right obviously yeah well again it's a voluntary action so i don't know if anybody's voluntarily well that's in that's in oklahoma yeah at least yeah well and good on them for trying good on them for going hey yeah y'all want to tell people that you're not lying to them right and you know like I said, who comes out to be that person? And then who the fuck is using them as the lab place to begin with? It's, I don't know. Yeah. I still see it. <clears throat> Additionally, uh, another law requires regulators to develop a process to provide for the certification of workers at licensed medical cannabis businesses, ensuring that they meet minimum standards in order to maintain employment in the industry. And that's just, hey, we got it. We, we actually have to do this. Right. So, okay. Well, those are some of the ones that... Uh, hey, 2024. 2024. It's going to be a crazy... Uh, it's going to be a crazy year. Yeah. Here we go. Next one from the Trib. Cannabis companies drop controversial plan for weed shop at site of former Rainforest Cafe. Boom. We talked about this before. We did talk about this before. Yeah, because it was within a certain distance to the other. Correct. Yeah. So... What this says is a clouded cannabis partnership has dropped its controversial plan to open a store at the former Rainforest Cafe in downtown Chicago. State regulators had rejected a previous proposal by PTS to move its consumed dispensary from Norwood Park to the old Rainforest Cafe at Clark and Ohio Street. Sites within 15 feet of three existing dispensaries in violation of state law. So PTS formed a partnership with Biofarm claiming that they could locate within the exclusion zone because Biofarm qualified as a social equity licensee meant to diversify the white-dominated industry. But two lawsuits challenged the legality of the proposal, delaying the business from opening. Uh, in response to recent TRIB inquiries, Mara Georges, an attorney who represented PTS and was the city of Chicago's longtime corp counsel, wrote, the development of the former Rainforest Cafe site was delayed by litigation and the uncertainty and additional costs it brings. As a result, PTS and Biofarm have decided to forego this site and pursue other options. Okay. Yeah, good. I, I, I was okay with that. Right. My, my whole thing was, especially having PTS behind you, I don't need any of these corporate monsters competing against the new people coming into the industry it seems ridiculous they're already struggling enough to get a place to begin with and then now the people who have been making millions of dollars since the beginning of the program right are just going to come in and buy the bigger more flashy space you mean what's take... what's what's happened from the beginning 100 yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying it's 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 rough so it is rough let the little guy survive yeah all right, yeah, it was part of uh, Green Rose. Yeah, all right. Good. Is there anything else uh, good in here? Uh, no, it's just that 1,500 feet thing. And it's literally 1,500 feet away from the other one. We're less than a, that's uh, less than a quarter mile, eh? It's yeah. 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 Oh, it's more than a little bit more than a quarter mile. I'm bad at math right at the moment. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else that's good or relevant there. 
Here's a here's here's my favorite one. This is a good one. DEA tells Congress it has final authority on marijuana, regardless of health agency schedule three recommendation. Ugh. 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 The DEA is telling lawmakers that it reserves the final authority to make any scheduling decision on marijuana following an ongoing review, regardless of what the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services recommends. <clears throat> well, the the only way this could be good is if the DEA just deschedules the whole thing. But yep, that that'll never happen. They're the drug enforcers, so why would they? Why would anybody? Why would anybody who has the uh, idea of power give up that power? Yeah, yeah. It's just one less thing and one less department that 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 thing would have to do. Right. And that department sucks to begin with. So, you know. (sighs) So in a letter to Congressional Cannabis Caucus co-chair Representative Earl Blumenauer, DA acting chief of the Office of Congressional Affairs, Michael Miller gave a general overview of the scheduling review process that was initiated under a directive from Joe Biden in October 2022. That started with a scientific assessment of, from HHS that reportedly advised DEA to move marijuana from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3 of the Controlled Substances Act. Once HHS made its recommendation in August, DEA conducts its own review, the letter said. Sent last month and first reported by Punchbowl News, it says, DEA has the final authority to schedule, reschedule, or deschedule a drug under the Controlled Substances Act after considering the relevant statutory and regulatory criteria and HHS's scientific and medical evaluation, it says. DEA is now conducting its review. That's awesome. I love them. The agency's statement came in response to an earlier letter from 31 bipartisan lawmakers led by Blumenauer that implored that implored the DEA to consider the merits of legalization as it carried out its review. <laughs> merits. <clears throat> um, yeah, they're not going to consider merits. The initial letter also criticized the limitations of simply placing cannabis in Schedule 3 as opposed to fully removing the plant from CSA control, which is would be fantastic while yeah that is way that is uh i would much rather have that than simply schedule three might fuck some shit up i think schedule three is going to really screw some stuff up because doesn't schedule three require a pharmacist or something yes so now every single dispensary would have to hire a pharmacist or something like that and there isn't a single fucking pharmacopoeia right now that's telling people about cannabis. Georgia, so what the fuck is the Georgia? Point? But they, they they were the ones who were supposed to uh, be able to sell uh, cannabis through a uh, pharmacy, and then I it was the ATF or DEA was like, nah, we don't care. All right, we don't care. That's your law. Better yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I, I mean, in a bunch of other states, a lot of the cannabis places require a pharmacist to be on staff and i don't understand it that's one of that's been to me one of the dumbest things that has possibly ever happened in the cannabis industry because none of these people have studied cannabis or the interactions of cannabis with anything they don't that is not a fucking taught subject in school right nor do they have any real-life fucking experience with cannabis at all. And for what we know, the interactions are pretty straightforward. You can just read it on, you know, it's out there, yeah. what what you shouldn't take with cannabis, or you should consult a medical professional. And know. most medical <clears throat> professionals are don't have, uh, they don't have understanding of that either. Uh, I don't know. So, again, that's the whole thing. Like, And, and a lot of times it's either like, blood pressure fucking medication or um or like 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 kooky shit you know like, yeah like, like yeah like psychological medicine that that really fucks you up or or mm-hmm. because you are really fucked up okay don't take those in conjunction because they might right interact negatively with each other but then that's the whole point like m- maybe you don't need it as bad as 
you might need the other thing. Like if you're taking a, a, a blood pressure regulator or something and cannabis is going to fuck that up, like maybe take the blood pressure regulator before the cannabis is just my thought. There's other things in the world that make give you the comfort that you're seeking, including something very simple like CBD. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really need full-blown THC cannabis for everything. Everything. Or, you know. Says here, while Congress continues to send the president comprehensive cannabis legislation, the urgency of full descheduling should inform the DEA's position on overall cannabis reform and appropriate enforcement centered on advancing public safety, not unjust criminalization, the lawmaker's letter said. True. Marijuana's continued inappropriate scheduling is both arcane and out of touch with the will of the American people. True. Last year, it hit like 70% on like most polls. Like that's huge. Uh, In that context... DEA's response offered little insight with the agency declining to address the lawmakers' key arguments and instead simply outlining the procedural details of the scheduling review, which we read earlier, of course. It also did not divulge any details about the timeline for the completion of the review, though many observers expect it to wrap up way ahead of the November election. Congressional Research Service recently concluded that it was likely that DEA would follow the HHS recommendation based on past precedent. But as DEA reiterated in a letter last month, it has final jurisdiction over the CSA and maintains the right to disregard the health agency's advice. Hopefully it disregards it again as just descheduling the fucking thing altogether. That would be awesome for all of us. It would be... And I don't see why they don't anyway. Outside of having literal branches of their fucking their their business right right that are devoted to cannabis shit so now they they fire a bunch of their own people so that they because they don't have to try to regulate the shit anymore last month the governors of six u.s states colorado illinois new york new jersey maryland and louisiana sent a letter to biden calling on the administration to reschedule marijuana by the end of 2023 well that's that's hey you have a month they whiffed (laughs) yeah whiffed meanwhile six former dea heads and five former white house drug czars sent a letter to the attorney general and current dea administrator voicing opposition to the top federal health agency recommendation to reschedule marijuana. That would be HHS. I want to be a drug czar. Yeah. That means you got to work for the government. I don't give a shit. They also made a questionable claim about the relationship between drug schedules and criminal penalties in a way that could exaggerate the potential impact of the incremental reform. So are you going to wait another 50 or 100 years to deschedule it more? Yeah, that's that's the problem. Let me be a drug czar. I'll take care of it right now. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to show up as Canna Claus on the first day. <laughs> yeah. Get fired. <laughs> um, signatories include DA and Office of the National Drug Control Policy heads under multiple administrations led by presidents of both major parties. In October, advocates and lawmakers who support cannabis reform marked the one-year anniversary of Biden's mass marijuana pardoning and scheduling directive by calling on him to do more. Yeah, he just did another one, and it's just, it's a a lot of nothing burger. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, see, here's what I was talking about. The agency has separately warned Georgia pharmacies that dispensing THC is unlawful because it remains a Schedule I drug after the state became the first in the U.S. to allow pharmacies to sell medical marijuana with nearly 120 facilities applying to sell cannabis oil. Wow. And they said, we don't care. We don't care at all. Well, um... All the three-letter agencies, close your doors, you suck. They can all go away. Yeah. Just de-schedule this fucking thing. Well, they're not going to, because taxes. Everything's taxes. You still tax the motherfucker. I know. Same way alcohol is Well, they want to tax it more. 
you want to read this real quick? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> New York officials issue annual re annual reports on marijuana medical marijuana market equity and enforcement. Um, I was talking to my buddy Ryan, who lives in New York now, and he's like, "Dude, I just go go down to the corner store and just get whatever I need." And, no reason to go to a dispensary. It's ridiculous. Really? Yeah, that's how it is in New York. He lives nice. In, he lives in Man Manhattan. I mean, nice. it's been like that forever. I mean, you can just go to the corner store and get whatever. Nice. A year after New York became the country's second most populous state to commence adult-use marijuana sales, the Office of Cannabis Management has released its annual report, along with a separate document's focus on equity in the industry and in enforcement against unlicensed operators. The full report, which is like 91 pages, offered a brief snapshot of the state's first year of legal sales, highlighting the consumers purchased more than 3.5 million cannabis products during the year, with total sales expected to exceed 150 million once December's numbers are tallied, an appreciable but somewhat slow start given only that 40 licensed dispensary dispensaries had opened for business across the state by 2023. So let's see. It is kind of light. 6,200 licenses, permits, and registrations between 2022 and 2024. 40 adult use businesses. Dude, that does not seem like. When did they start their shit? Had it been middle of the year or something, right? 2022. And then it slowed to a crawl in 23 amid lawsuits and a court injunction. Yeah. And they remember we talked about there a couple times. Uh, there was two different ones that were going on. Oh, the veterans. my God. It wasn't. Right. So, like, for a whole year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So they couldn't process any new retailer licenses. And obviously that was a bottleneck. Let's see here. But were those 40 fucking... I want to know how long it took them to sell $150 million worth of cannabis. Because Illinois did, what, 1.4 this year or something? 1.3 billion? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We 10X'd fucking Mar uh, New York's fucking mm -hmm. legal market. Oh, yeah. So New York's rollout of legal marijuana sales, which kicked off in the final days of 2022. <laughs> so almost 2023. Yeah. Slow door crawl in 23, and then until December of 23, they couldn't process anything. So all of those had to be like, so that, what is that, from December to now? The last couple months? Or is that from 2022? Yeah, that's what I'm... Crazy. But even regard, I mean, if it's simply from December till now, they fucking slayed. You yeah. You know, that's my thought at it. But if it's, you know... um been around since 2023 the big or the end of 2022 and they literally did 150 million there's what is going on but if you're saying that your people are just going to the local shops and it's available outside I mean, of it's been like that for <clears throat> 10 15 years at least yeah you know what i mean yeah but it's new york yeah that's how it is let's see here this past october the state also opened a general licensing window to the public, allowing all New Yorkers the opportunity to apply for an adult use license for the first time in our state's history. This is the farmers markets and stuff that they're doing that is good. Hundreds of licenses to conduct business in this industry are at stake. Okay. So here's the annual report. Okay, cool. Here's a top level list of legalization by numbers. So 6,200 licenses, permits, registration issued or provisionally approved in state fiscal years 2023 and 2324, 279 adult use cultivator licenses, 40 adult use processor licenses, 463 retail dispensary licenses, 5,404 cannabinoid hemp licenses and permits. <laughs> oh, my God. God, there is a THCA <laughs> hemp thing going on right now. Oh, of course there is. Ten registered organizations approved, one renewal pending. 41 adult-use retail dispensaries opened for business. 
60 cannabis grower showcases. That's what they call the farmer's markets there. Okay. Uh, approved. Over oh. $137 million in retail sales as of December 9, 2022. So it was the whole year. Holy fuck, that's really bad. Yeah. 3.5 million units sold. 16.3 million in revenue in state fiscal year 2022-2023. Oh my god. Over 6 million in revenue by the midpoint of state fiscal year 23-24. 369 enforcement inspections of illicit operations. I've seen that happen in a lot. That sucks. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Jesus Christ. 11,600 pounds of illicit products seized. That sucks, too, because that probably came from the 369 enforcement. Yeah, because remember we did something, too, or maybe it was me. I don't know if we both did it, but there was a uh, company that was getting inspected, and they had all their legal licenses or whatever, but because of that stupid injunction, they were not supposed to be doing what they were doing, selling or whatever, but they were like a retail front, and the lady ended up kind of standing there and saying fuck you you can't take my stuff and she ended up going to jail for a little bit or whatever but yeah that sucks man it does suck because it sounds like they had the potential to make a fuck ton more money especially eleven thousand six hundred pounds worth of more money 56 million street value of product seized jesus that's a street value that's not fucking inflated dispensary value right so you're probably and, and after taxes and shit you're probably another 150 million so you're 300 million dollars instead of 150 anyway fucking new york Six thousand nine hundred thirty-four adult use license applications received 932 field hours of compliance inspections and over 121,000 patients registered with the medical cannabis program Ooh, new york's top five selling strains gas face blueberry muffin sour diesel runts and hash burger sour diesel and runts i am zero percent surprised about runts yeah. is in everything in fact well, i just that's, that's probably purely based off of who grew them there is probably one cultivator or two cultivators that are doing really well out there and have figured out the way to navigate and are fully compliant so they get to kind of edge the market would be my guess i don't really know enough about new york's cannabis market to... <laughs> here's something they're very <laughs> proud about the new york cannabis market has generated over 150 million dollars in retail sales New York's retail cannabis market experienced remarkable growth through 2023 with sales escalating from 2.2 million in the month of January to 18.8 million in the month of November. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So that's like... (laughs) 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 You almost are doing hemp numbers now, New York. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. One hemp company. Anyway. Oh my gosh. I feel really bad for New York. I mean, it's... Here's their breakdown. 49.6.4% flower. 0.67% topical. 27.88% of their market is vapes. 21.81% of their market is oral. Which is edibles and yeah. shit. Yeah. Wild. Absolutely wild. Product, oh, yeah. A lot of failed lots. Yeah, a lot of failed lots. Yeah, this is a 91-page discussion. Oh. Oh, yeah, it breaks down, like, uh, registered organization workforce, race ethnicity of New York RO workforce versus New York EEO1 filer employees. It's got a lot of interesting stuff, and you should go check it out yourself. Oh, it is really, this is a really cool report, actually, if you would like to see stats on things. Yeah. It's also really long, and <clears throat> I don't think uh, it's super interesting as far as... Yeah, reading it. I mean, yeah, reading it out, uh, but we always try to read part of it. I think then, we kind of summarize yeah, the gist of what's going exactly. on there. It just Thank is you. really wild to me that... Yeah. Um, 
150 million. We do that in one month. Yeah, that's crazy. They took a year. And they got 40 dispensaries. With Illinois is doing that with 50 dispensaries. There's a new one opening out uh, by Home Depot oh, in yeah? Aurora. Yeah, Auralite, A-U-R-A. Have you heard of them? No. There's a lot of lot of small ones popping up. Pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Are yeah. prices going down? I have no idea. I don't yeah. buy anything from them. I don't buy. <laughs> I, I literally... I like I'm seeing this leveling of things a little bit, though. You know, like, I don't know where, but between the lines of what I saw out in Michigan yeah. and what I know Illinois' market to be, like, I feel like you can kind of draw a line through the middle of it, and that's probably where things will exist for a while. I don't see, like, the super expensive shit. There's no flipping way it stays around. You, it's a boutique thing at best. People cannot continue to spend $700 for an ounce of cannabis, especially when there's $70 cannabis available. But, you know, I think we all can break out a few more dollars in 70 and maybe buy the $100, $125, something that's actually pretty good nowadays. It's weird how much $125 can purchase you in cannabis up in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, well, you get you know it's still a shot at a dartboard. Well, there's a lot say. of THCA stuff up there too. I, I I I have some friends that went up there. I think I may have talked about it on one of the last podcasts. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, there's 5,400 fucking hemp right. licenses, exactly, and there's 200 cultivation licenses. Right. So I'll just get a hemp license, grow THCA flower. And sell that shit because right. it's far easier. Plus, I don't go through the same level of regulations that a disp- or a cultivation center would, and I'm able to sell the same fucking products. Well, I can't sell THCA, 0.3 percent by volume. But then that then you mean THC? No THC. Oh, that's the, no, no THCA. You, you can grow as much right, as you that's want, what I'm sell saying. as much as you want. THC. Right. But that's even the thing. Then is if you manipulate the verbiage. You can sell oral products still. You can mm-hmm. sell consumables, edibles, and things because you can make the brownie. You know, what do you want to make it? 100 milligrams? Okay, so that's got to be 0.3%. That means that fucking you just make the thing. Okay, that uh, what's 100 milligrams? That's fucking one-tenth of a gram. Right. So then you just make it, you know, you just move that over. That's one decimal point, so you make it fucking... 300 times bigger yep. than 0.1 of a gram. Yep. So now you have a 30-gram piece of, you know, a, an edible or something. You can have 100, and that's one ounce. But, you know? I mean, a one-ounce brownie, Yep. you could put 100 milligrams worth of THC in it, not THCA, because it's 0.3 by volume. Right. So why not get a fucking hemp license with a, a hemp a hemp license and a fucking food handling license? Yep. That way you can handle food, manipulate and put it down. And then that way you have most of the market. The only thing that you wouldn't have is vapes or concentrates. Right? Because those two things get converted through the process and you right. couldn't hide it in anything. There just wouldn't be anything, you know, right. hideable. So then in in turn, you get to sell flour and edibles you get 70 uh, at least uh new york numbers you get 75 percent of the sellables yep as you would if you had a uh cultivation license right and then you just you know what i mean like it's and extracting extracting is a whole other process you know what i mean it's like hard well, to like do extracting and cultivation bingo, and processing right. bingo. yeah but it well yeah and that's the thing. I mean, it's not only that. Your your licenses cost substantially less. What did we see? The other one was three years for a thousand bucks. Yep. Fucking cultivation licenses are tens of thousands of dollars for the license per year. Yeah. Fuck that. Plus I would all the just other. Get a fucking hemp license. Yeah. Get a hemp license. What the fuck? Let's do it. All right. I think that's our show today. Hey. Hey. Super fun. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate all of thanks you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. That's thanks for all the love we get on Instagram that Dave never sees. But, you know, hey. shout out to all our friends who uh, support us there. We love you. Thanks Y'all for are the best. support anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Support dope people. Um, anyway. Happy we, New Year. Yeah, we love you all. Smoke weed every day. Peace. Every day.
Yo, ding dong, we're done here. Time to go. 